Hello, stargazers. Uh, I just thought I would um, issue this little special episode mainly because I noticed that last week, Virgos, I kind of came down really hard on you. And first off, I do just want to say uh, right after I released the episode, it was one of those moments where I was like, ooh, oh, that was a mistake. That was a huge mistake. Um, I do want to say I, to those of you who are Virgos out there or those who have aspects in Virgo, um, I did want to give this um, little episode here an apology, you know, offering an apology and maybe help to right the wrongs that I made last week. Now, I mean, I can make excuses. I think the biggest situation that was happening with me um, at that moment was that I was a little frustrated with individuals who are not only in Virgo, but also who might have misrepresented your sign. And that does happen. I mean, there are lots of Leos in my own sun sign who misrepresent me every single day, or I feel like who misrepresent me, my previous employer being one, um, you know, and sometimes they're just misrepresentations of all, all the sun signs um, in general. But Virgos, for you today, I thought I would actually further this apology and further make things up by actually uh, taking a look at the chart the moment for you guys and see how this benefits you guys for relationships um, that that will be just coming up um, in the future. And uh, just with what I've looked at, this is going to be kind of, I'm going to just mention this too. Uh, I know with Virgos, you guys love things that are planned. Um, this is kind of off the cuff. This is very sporadic. So please forgive me. Um, it's just something I kind of thought of in the moment. But um, I think you'll enjoy this forecast nonetheless, because there's some really positive aspects and um, there are some things to look out for as, you know, as per usual. But I think I might also cover a little bit of what was going on with the solar eclipse and what might be moving forward for you guys. So definitely stay tuned. Um, for those of you who are not Virgos, you guys could really benefit from this episode as well. If you have any aspects in Virgo, like an ascendant, uh, some of your personal planets in Virgo, I think you'll also benefit from this as well. So when it came to the solar eclipse, Virgos, um, it did happen within Libra. And uh, like I mentioned, um, within the solar eclipse, it was kind of frustrating because I found a lot of unfairness. But moving forward from that, so Virgos, the solar eclipse actually hit your second house. So what this means is that the solar eclipse basically hit your sector, like your money house, as well as your security house. So everything pertaining to security, whether it be in your job, whether it be in your home, whether it be with your family, was big time hit um, when it came to that solar eclipse. Now, like while uh, the week after the solar eclipse is kind of crazy and kind of topsy-turvy because we're in that shadow, you know, unfortunately for, for you guys, that shadow um, manifested with... I don't know what's safe. I don't know what's not. I think my employer, who was also Virgo, the one reason why she got into a tizzy 
I think it was like my job is not safe as well. You know, you guys may have found that to be similar. Um, also, a lot of the Virgos who I worked with were kind of similar in that regard. Um, I, you know, it's like their job was kind of topsy-turvy. It was kind of wobbly at the moment. I think a couple of people um, that I worked with, a couple of my coworkers that I worked with, their manager was out for the week. And so it's like everything that could go wrong did so. It went wrong. And I know how Virgos hate it. Anybody who has an aspect in Virgo, they hate it when anything royally goes wrong, like royally goes south, that it's it's almost irreparable. And I know now I'm starting to recognize a little bit more Virgos that this could cause um, a heavy sense of frustration. And from that frustration, of course, we all don't act well at all. Um, we're all kind of making blunders. We're, we all feel like we're making blunders. We all feel like we're making mistakes that are beyond repair. But especially with you guys, with that second house being compromised, you probably felt for like a little, like the first two weeks that it's like, oh God, do I have a job? How can I hang on to my job? How can I hang on to my house? How can I hang on to my family? Because there might have been a royal fight going on with the family. And I feel like that's enough to bring about frustrations and issues um, with you guys and kind of bring about a lot of frustrations that come to a boil. And especially if somebody is challenging you, someone else who's outside your sign is challenging you, that's where that frustration could come to a head. So I feel like that's where you guys might have started with the solar eclipse. Good news, though. So again, with that solar eclipse, opportunities do open doors. So with that solar eclipse happening outside your second house, if you still have your job, that's, you know, so first off, you survived. You survived the, the shadow of the solar eclipse there. Um, I think all of you actually still have your job. I'm pretty confident. Um, I think all of you have pretty much with full 100% confidence have weathered the storm. Um, but that's the, the best news of all is that you've weathered the storm. Now what will happen is that there will be doors and opportunities for you when it comes to security and financial assets that will help to propel you forward. And a lot of these things, again, like I mentioned in the solar eclipse episode, a lot of these things you're just going to have to trust. And I know Virgo's. Virgos don't always like to trust intuition. They like to trust logic. That's their Mercury aspect. Um, you guys are very much like Geminis in that regard, where it's like you like to trust facts and established rules and established norms. But again, I'm, I'm just kind of inviting you guys um, from here on out, like for the next, the whole year, the rest of the year, really try to listen uh, to your gut. Really try to listen to your intuition because those doors will open for you. And um, I don't have a logical formula. I don't have a logical explanation for what will happen exactly or how to catch that. It's just something that it will be, it'll be an offer for a little while. You take that offer that'll help you to advance forward. If you don't take that offer, somebody else will. So that's something to kind of reflect on, to kind of meditate on as we move into the, the year with the solar eclipse. And I think, Virgos, to be honest with you, 
I have absolute faith in you guys. You guys, um, I, I have faith in you guys. I also have a lot of faith in the earth signs in the regard that you guys do not pass up opportunities, that you do not pass up, oper you do not uh, pass up um, situations that help you with success. So I think that this will be a very um, bountiful year for you in that regard. And I also think that you guys will find more security coming out. So getting to that chart of the moment, one bit of good news and the bit of ray of sunshine that will really help you at this time right now. So Venus has finally emerged into Virgo. Um, she was you know, retrograde for a while in Leo. Sometimes it takes a retrograde planet a little while before they, they move. And this time, um, she actually moved, finally moved and emerged into your first house. So Virgos, what this means is that when it comes to relationships, you're going to feel like there's a breath of fresh air coming in. You might feel actually there's like a lot of sunshine coming into your life after the whole storm of the solar eclipse, that annual solar eclipse that, that had happened on the 14th of October. And really, this will benefit you when it comes to relationships. Um, you're going to find that relationships are far more easily facilitated. Um, people are, are going to be a little more responsive to you when you offer input. Um, you're also going to feel as though your your inclination of, you know, so like after the solar eclipse, you guys felt really frustrated because your security, rightfully so, was being compromised. So when it comes to relationships, you guys might feel more at that point where it's like, let that frustration go. Let that frustration be in the past. Let's move forward in the here and the now and see how we can improve relationships here in the now, in the present moment. And one thing I can really say to you about to you guys is Virgos, also with most of the earth signs, actually with all the earth signs, I should say, they do really focus in on the present moment. They're really great at letting bygones be bygones and really coming into the, the, the focus of the here and the now. So um, I think this will be a great opportunity for you to, you know, I think what your main focus is right now is mending fences and really just making sure that things run as smoothly in the here and the now. The good news being in that first house is that you're also able to, you have a very healthy constitution right now. You also are able um, to focus on you right now and what you real after, especially after the storm of the solar eclipse, uh, with the threat on your security, threat of you know security on your family, on um, relations with your coworkers, on relations with your bosses. You have that opportunity for self care um, with Venus in your first house, and I feel like especially if you're in the Denver area right now where there's a ton of snow, this is a great time for self-care and for being able to, you know, just kind of take care of you and what you really need in the moment. Uh, many times gardening is usually recommended for Virgos. Well, I mean, we're in that season where, I mean, if you want to start planting cold crops, that's up to you. Um, but I also think for Virgos, things such as, you know, kind of rekindling with pets, rekindling with family, you know, like snuggling in with pets, rekindling in with family, spending some good quality time with family are good um, sources to go to. 
And also, you know, maybe um, a, an act of self-care would be to read up on current matters or just on that, you know, like say that you have that novel that you've been meaning to read and haven't really gotten the time to do it. Now's that opportunity to just dive right in and really just kind of indulge in that self-care for you as well. All right, Virgo. So in your third house, what is going on is not only is the current sun's position in Scorpio occurring, but it looks like that Mars and Mercury are also still in that house. So what it looks like is that Mars and Mercury are actually in conjunction with each other, and then the sun is just still in the same house. So what this indicates to me is that with Mercury being in the third uh, house sector is that communication is really coming forward for you guys. Uh, with Mars being conjunct, Mercury especially, really you're kind of getting a jump start on thinking processes as well as on communication and communicating effectively, thinking things through, thinking things very logically and really just making sure that things are very logical moving forward as well, too. You guys are not afraid to communicate what's going on with you, whereas many Virgos usually kind of say, you kind of, they kind of see communication as, well, they kind of think through, it's like, well, should I communicate this at this time, or is that appropriate, is this proper? Right now, what you guys are feeling is that communication is full force for you. It's like whatever's coming to your mind, you're communicating as much as possible. You're kind of bringing that out into the open. And especially with Mars being conjunct there, it's kind of shoving those communicative processes out is what it kind of feels like. It's kind of urging you to not get too stuck up in the head and communicate as much as possible. The one thing that I'd warn against is to make sure that you're still thinking through what you're about ready to communicate before communicating it outward. And I think this is what is some of the tension that was occurring during the solar eclipse is that there is this conjunction in your third house and a lot of stuff was just coming out because it was just kind of in the moment. Um, I think really what what's urged here, just really think about things before you come out with them and really think things through a couple of times before you communicate those situations. With the sun's position being in the third house, again, communication and um, study are going to be focal themes for you uh, moving forward. So really when it comes to family members, when it comes to relationships, really again, um, making sure that whatever might have been in disrepair during the solar eclipse is actually going to be repaired here moving forward. And, you know, making sure that every, um, that communication is really very sound amongst everybody and that really it actually happens as well, too, when it comes to relationships. Also, when it comes to relationships, you guys might be thinking and studying more into what makes a relationship work 
and also thinking things through before pursuing uh, further relationships and making sure that you're kind of in the right place, you're kind of in the right time, you're in the right frame of mind, particularly when it comes to friends, when it comes to acquaintances, and also, you know, when it comes to family members, you know, how to handle tricky family members exactly. Um, are, are some of the, like I said, again, those are some of the themes that I kind of see within that third house. Um, so within your borderline fifth to sixth houses, um, there's, there's a tricky aspect for you guys. So Pluto is coming out of retrograde. It is still within Capricorn. I believe it's still within 29 degrees Capricorn. And what's kind of going on with that fifth house is that there's that, there's still that need for probing inward when it comes to either dating or probing inward when it comes to just having fun and relating. Um, like with friend groups, you guys might have been probing a little bit when it comes to friend groups. Like what what are your friends' real, real intentions? Do you feel like being in this group? Um, do you feel like everybody has your right state of um, your kind of your your well being in mind when it comes to this group? But also, too, when it comes to dating, um, if you guys, if you, if there are some single um, Virgos out there or anyone who has an aspect in Virgo, um, matters of dating um, might have been put to an absolute probing facility. It's like, okay, um, you know, am I ready to date yet? Is this person really good for me? Do they have, again, do they have my well intentions at heart? With this borderline fifth, sixth house, um, you know, kind of cusp a little bit, you're still going to be dealing with that. Um, also, when it comes to service, you're still going to be having a probing inclination of how to be of service or more of service to people. Um, what I would just say with Pluto, um, again, it's while it's good to probe, maybe try stepping out of the probing facility and maybe just try just try dating or try just trusting the friendship group. Um, if you do have some hangups or you do have some perceived notions about certain individuals, see if they play out, you know, just get, try to give it a chance. See if they play out. Um, if they do, you weren't in the wrong for giving somebody a chance. Um, you know, you kind of knew ahead of time before diving in. Um, I just think anytime in which you take a chance, you always learn something new. And I think that anytime in which you take a chance, you're always kind of, you're moving out of your comfort zone and you're kind of helping yourself go towards health um, and in learning something new uh, within relationships and within life. So I would just say, take the plunge. Um, if you were right, hey, at least you forewarned yourself and you know you know what to avoid next time around. If you are indeed wrong, um, maybe there might be some deeper insights that come to you when it comes to those relationships. And really, the individuals could be rather deep, rather probing, or rather um, informative to you. Um, also, you know, they, they could, you know, provide a very deep relationship for you as well. The same with dating. Um, you might find that somebody, that someone who you think is like maybe superfluous or just not right for you might be really deep, might be really soul inspiring and might really, um, interest you in that regard. So you just never know. Um, like I said, just take the plunge. When it comes to service, you know, probing deeply into what really would make a really big time impact 
on the earth. One thing I would just say is while probing that and thinking through that, while that's great, again, take the plunge, follow your intuition. Um, sometimes I think that um, that's really beneficial under a Pluto aspect. And that will guide you to the best service possible or guide you to the best um, means of service possible uh, in order to benefit the whole planet, as well as with you, your loved ones, and everyone who you care about and everyone around you. So there's Saturn and Neptune that, um, so Saturn's kind of bordering on your seventh house. And so is, and actually Neptune is full deep in your seventh house. So we're kind of seeing that contradiction um, that's been playing out for the last couple of months when it comes to relationships between being of the brass tacks, being practical, being solid, um, and trying to know roles of what serves within relationships, as opposed to what might be very frustrating <laughs> for Virgos with that Neptune um, aspect there comes that fuzziness when it comes to relationships. Um, not really knowing if you can trust people, not really knowing where people are coming from. And maybe this is probably instigating the holding back on your fifth and sixth houses or on the, especially the fifth house with Pluto. Just not knowing where people are coming from, just not knowing whether you're kind of thinking, overthinking things when it comes to relationships or whether things are actually truly delusional and murky and cloudy and maybe um i would also say too with virgos um with you with you virgos i would not be surprised if this aspect also might um cause for people in your life to try to gaslight you into a corner or it kind of seems like they're gaslighting you um maybe they're not um but it's hard to kind of decipher at this time it's really kind of a murky time when it comes to relationships. And I can see where that also would have caused a huge frustration, not only during the solar eclipse, but also where it might continue to cause a little bit of frustration. And I don't want to say a little bit major frustration right now. Um, one thing that I would say between Saturn and Neptune's positions right now is that um, really using Saturn's positions to kind of get to the heart of the murkiness would really be helpful. So Saturn's energy is usually practicality um, within relationships. It's usually taking care of the brass tacks of the relationships. So, you know, who takes out the garbage, who fixes the door when it's broken, who takes the dog out for a walk, um, who, you know, facilitates game night or who facilitates family night. Um, those are things that are ruled by Saturn. Um, so using Saturn's efficiency and also practicality um, within relationships could help with the murkiness that's kind of going on with people, the, the kind of the fuzziness that's going on with people. Being organized, being efficient, and I would also say being upfront in relationships, I think are really going to help you uh, when it comes to someone who seems like they're gaslighting you, someone who seems like they're operating on a really bad wavelength, or they're just not really, it's kind of murky as to what this person's up to or what another individual's up to. 
Um, I think that Saturn and, you know, Saturn's influence will help you cut through that fog a little bit more and maybe make it more of a patchy fog as opposed to a, a whole veil of fog right there. So I would just say really um, approach it in an organized, you know, so do, like being more upfront, not like hurting somebody's feelings, but maybe just like uh, organizing your approach to that person, how to approach that person as calmly as possible and how to or how to approach numerous people as calmly as possible, as well as getting to the bottom of what's going on. Exactly. You know, whether it's your perception, whether it is. Indeed, they are trying to gaslight you. They are being murky. They are being nebulous. Um, I think that might help um, ease the matters just a little bit more. Okay, Virgos. And then in the ninth house, we have your moon. Or maybe I should say the moon with Jupiter as well as Uranus. So right now, um, being in the ninth house sector, you guys are probably thinking a lot about travel. You guys are probably pondering a lot about travel, having like a really big worldview where travel is necessary. Um, we're kind of either physically traveling out of the state or whether the travel is more um, like trying on a mental or intellectual capacity is really being brought to the fore. Um, with Jupiter, it's kind of bringing about an expansive mindset when it comes to that. Uranus is bringing about more of a revolutionary aspect to that. And the moon's current position right now, it's kind of like your inner emotions are gravitating towards travel at this time. Now, some of the things that are kind of occurring right now, um, Uranus is probably bringing about a lot of erraticism um, within the emotional realm right now. It's kind of making the waters rather choppy um, in you at this time. Um, with Jupiter, on the other hand, it's kind of making your emotional realm more expansive and more thought-provoking. So you're kind of having a little tug of war between the two planets. What I would just mention when it comes to the erraticism, um, before you have an impulse to do something, um, particularly when it comes to learning, when it comes to traveling, um, do, I would just say, just do plan ahead a little bit and do kind of think things out a little bit before you go for a particular destination or before you go for a particular means of study. Um, so that you prepare yourself for what's to come. Um, maybe the study that you're encompassing might be a lot for you to take on right now, um, along with other projects, or might be overwhelming to take on for you with other projects at this time. Um, also, you know, just traveling someplace, make sure that the weather conditions and, you know, situations are A-OK, -okay, that they're patched over, and that it's not... Um, you know, you don't have a really sporadic last minute situation that bubbles up and and ultimately ruins your plans all the way around. With Jupiter as well, too, with that broader picture mindset, um, perhaps just lean into that. I know with Virgos, they like things that are planned. They like things that are step by step and not like a whole worldview picture and not the, the you know, a huge picture. Not to say that they are incapable of thinking the bigger picture. They actually are very capable, but 
this Jupiterian energy might be like, well, I don't know about this. Um, I would just say lean into it. You you know, you're, ne you're never too certain. Um, it might give you a lot of insight into something that you've been thinking about a lot lately, uh, whether that is for work or whether that pertains to relationships as well, too, or both. Um, you might be having a couple of things that you have been thinking about to change um, within relationships or working situations. Lean into it. See where see where it leads you. Right now as well, um, so Venus outside your first house is actually in opposition with Neptune outside your seventh. So kind of like in that regard with Neptune, what I was mentioning, the murkiness, sometimes the murkiness in relationships um, will be occurring right now, unfortunately. Again, though, I think that if you're more planned, um, organized, you think things through and you kind of cut through the chase, I think that'll actually help with relationships at this time. Also, uh, with uh, so there's Mars, Mercury and the sun. It is actually also in opposition to Jupiter, the moon and Uranus. So um, what I'm seeing, possible erratic communication, you know, double the erraticism of both Uranus and Mars when it comes to communication with via Mercury. And also, you know, it's hitting that third house as well, too. So um, definitely erratic communication, uh, potentially. Sometimes having a murky big picture as well, too, with Jupiter um, can result Again, I would just say lean it, um, you know, as you lean into the big picture, see um, exactly like where it's leading you. Um, see like if you take on a course or if you take on a particular viewpoint of life or you're studying something, um, see exactly if it's helping you to lead towards your long-time goals. Um, if it is not, maybe do away with it. Um, also, you know, in relationships as well, too, um, really just seeing if, um, again, all the ideals in the relationship are really being squared away and taken care of um, at this time, or all the bigger picture um, situations in a relationship are being squared away at this time. Also, I would just um, watch out for any sort of communication that is emotionally fraught. Um you know, make sure that communication is nice and clear and succinct and also logical. And that's not being led by um, that moon opposition as well, too, where there's a lot of emotion and subje um, subjective situations that are behind it or do not leave room for subjective situations to be motivated behind it. With... um. So with Saturn, there's two different angles that are for the better as well as kind of art that are hard. So in the regard to communication, again, um, really being planned out, really being well organized, being thought out um, will be helpful to you um, in this time and making sure that the brass tacks of communication, brass tacks of your thinking are um, really taken care of. You know, the logic that you guys pride yourselves off of will be very high and very keen at this time. And then, of course, there's also Saturn is squared uh, due to its precarious position between um, Aquarius and Pisces. It's squared, um, so it's Jupiter the moon, as well as Uranus. 
So again, um, what I see is rigid thoughts, um, having a little bit of a tug of war between broader viewpoints. And really I think the best way um, to really kind of ease into this a little bit um, is really maybe using the restriction and structure of Saturn to your benefit to where you can kind of parse down the very wide-eyed and the very all-encompassing um, positions that Jupiter and Uranus are providing along with the moon as well, too. So I think that would really work out for you guys. Um, and then I think the last angle that I'm really seeing right now, um, this is a beneficial angle, is that basically Jupiter, Uranus, and the moon are actually trined um, Venus. So when it comes to relationships right now, as well as matters of self-care, you're getting a lot of really great ideas and uh, of how to move forward with relationships and really how to move forward with self-care and what really is beneficial for you. And I think that that's a good track to keep moving towards. All right, Virgos, um, this is kind of the episode that I have for you um, for today. I do hope that was helpful. Again, um, as I said, I apologize for coming really hard down on you. Um, I think I'm going to think twice before allowing frustration to be a motivation in my podcasts. But I do hope this helps. Um, definitely feel free to contact me at misek, M-I-S-E-K dot Sandra at gmail.com or on my Instagram page at Sandra dot that is M-I-S-E-K. And Virgos, between now and the next time, I will talk to you then.